Following Christ is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to the uncomfortable truth. We'll go ahead and ask you in the beginning, if you would, if you've gotten any value out of listening to the uncomfortable truth, we would ask you to leave us a review, uh, share it, like it. Those metrics and analytics, when you do that, helps spread the show. And like we always say, we're here to for other people. Um, we are we want to help reach more people for Jesus. When you wake up in the morning, you get up and you you get your mind going. You wake up. I don't know your morning routine, but you may check your phone right when you get up. Hop in the shower. Take you a good hot shower for about ten minutes. Get out of the shower. Put your clothes on and uh, get the day rolling. You get into the office. You get some stuff done. Something's a little uncomfortable. Something's a little off. But you're you're in the zone. You're rolling. You get about to lunch and you uh, you you call a buddy. Let's go grab lunch. We go eat lunch and and it, it's still something's just something's wrong. Something feels different. Something feels off. You go to the bathroom. You got to take a leak and you realize that you put your underwear on backwards that morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's uncomfortable. I don't yes. know. I, I've never done that. You never done that. I've I, I've done it. I don't know if I've gone till lunch. But sometimes you can just get yeah. in, get inside in a, inside out for sure. Yeah. Yes, I've done, I've done that. I've done that. Uh, shirts, you yes, know, definitely done that. Yes, uh, you know, uh, I I can't recall if if I've actually switched them completely around. You know, leave <laughs> us a comment. <laughs> have you ever worn your underwear backwards for at least half a day? Yes, uh, <laughs> I have. I have seen my little ones do it several times. Yes, that's what reminded me yeah. of is that. Uh, one of my my youngest walks in the other day and his like he's like these don't feel right. <laughs> they're too small. It's like they're they're, they're on backwards. On backwards that buddy. Is yeah, that is awesome. Sean, will you open us up in prayer? Yes, sir. God, we just humbly come before you uh, this morning, God, and we just uh, we just want to thank you, God. Thank you for the gift of another day. Uh, thank you for eyes to see. Uh, thank you for this podcast. Thank you for legs to walk with, all the things that we take for granted, God, we just want to thank you for all that. Thank you for our health. Thank you for our beautiful families and the health of our families and our extended family. And God, we love you. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. Thank you for uh, the men in this room and what they mean to me. And uh, Lord, we we love you so much. Help us to have a great rest of the week and help us to reach our listeners and, and plant seeds. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We're going to get right into it today. Um, got a good topic for us. I feel like that a lot of folks will be able to relate. Um, before I really get into the topic, I was I was reading uh, a Max Licato book last night. Some of you may have heard of Max Licato. He's a famous Christian author. Um, you know, guys sold like 50 million, 60 million uh, books. Um, he's from Texas, actually. Is he? Yeah, from West didn't, Texas. Did not know. Yeah, that. I know Max. You know Max, <laughs> my neighbor. That's a it, no wonder he's Just so kidding. successful. Exactly. <laughs> he's from Texas. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> when you're from the Promised Land, you definitely have a little help. Uh, 
you, you have a, a hand upper, up. Upper hand. Yeah, that's on, right. On the, on the next person. So We have a lot of people moving in from California. They, and they, they finally smokes. realize that. Right. And so Seattle, when, Washington. When, we, when, we, when I meet them and find out they're from California, I'm like, welcome to the promised land. <laughs> took you long enough to get here. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, one one of our guests coming up is from Seattle, Washington. Awesome, cool. yeah, we're excited he's coming. So, what did uh, what's Davy Crockett's? Is it Davy Crockett that says you can all go to, but I'm going to Texas, <laughs> you know, <or> so, <laughs> yeah. some, something like yeah. that, or uh, Bowie, Bowie maybe in Bowie, Bowie, or or Bowie. It wasn't David Bowie. Not David. I mean, uh, the Bowie knife. What's his first name? Jim. Jim Bowie. Jim Bowie. I think. I think it's Jim it's one of them too. Yeah. yeah. Hey. We're learning as we go here. Let's go. We'll just um, make it up if we don't know that's it. That's right. That's right. Anyway, um, I was reading in his book last night, uh, this book that I have. It's just a little 100-page book, but every uh, every two pages is a is a new chapter. And, and so Max, uh, he threw this. It's one of his first books that he threw together. And he did something similar to what um, Sean has been looking at doing. Sean's been... Writing, you know, morning daily devotionals uh, for four or five years now. It's been it's been a number of years, and he's got thousands uh, of daily devotionals that he's been trying to figure out how he can, um, you know, put them into some type of book, um, you know, to get out to folks. And uh, Max did it. Max did it. His um, rascal beat me to it. He beat you to it. Um, but. The I'm, I was about halfway through it last night, and I got to this one, and it was, um, it was a very short conversation between him and God, and he, you know, it was almost like a prayer, but God was answering the every every sentence, you know, and and it was very short to the point, you know, it was like, uh, Lord, you know, give me an opportunity to to uh, change people's lives today. And, uh, you know, God says, I will, you know, and he's like, I want to, I want to speak to thousands and thousands of people. I want to, I want to win thousands of souls for you. And he's like, that's not what I have planned. God says, that's not what I planned. He says, okay, God, well, I want to fill up the Rose Bowl, you know, with thousands of seats and, and, and win them all to you. He's like, that's my plan, Lord. That's not my plan, Max. Um, he's like, what do you mean, God? You know, I want to, I want to do big things, huge things. You know, I want to, uh, you know, just make, make a big impact for your kingdom. Uh, no, Max, you know, uh, that's not what I need you to do today. What do you need from me, Lord? I need you to, uh, help that guy change his tire. And Max is like, well, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. But, but then I want to go change the world. And God said, no, after that, I need you to, take this lady some lunch. She can't afford it. And it's like, okay, God, you know, what about after that? He said, well, that's how you start changing the world, you know? And, and, uh, I read that to Amy. I was laying in bed and I was like, what do you think about that? You know, I'm like, uh, we're, you know, we, we're all entrepreneurs here and, uh, we're all looking, uh, we we really want to proclaim God's name and tell the world about Jesus. But I was reminded uh, last night that that's done one person at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
And I, I feel like that's where uh, we're going we're gonna to see the impact that we want to see is starting on that level. Um, you know, we're, we're doing a lot right now. I feel like that we've, uh, we've, we're, we're trying to really, uh, do a lot to proclaim his name in a big way and we're not going to stop, but let's not miss the force for the trees guys. Um, there are people right here that, that need to hear about Jesus and need to see the love of Jesus, um, every day. And so I just wanted to start with that, even though that's not necessarily what we're going to talk about. Um, the verse that I wanted to, to talk about today, something that's, uh, been on, been on my mind, uh, a lot here lately, uh, for, for whatever reason. Um, but it is in Proverbs, it's Proverbs 28, six, uh, better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways. Better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways. Uh, we talk a lot about parallels. We talked in our last podcast about a parallel where the world speaks one truth, which um, is not necessarily truth, okay? But we, we come to believe that it's truth because... It's what we hear. It's what is ingrained in our minds every day on the news and social media among our peers. Uh, we, we hear this, this worldly truth that um, do whatever you can to get ahead. You know, don't worry about your buddy. Worry about yourself. Worry about <laughs> you. Don't, don't worry about anybody else. Selfish ambition is okay. Have some ambition, but keep keep that pride, keep that self righteousness. Don't be vulnerable. Don't open yourself up, like we said in the last in the uh, the last podcast that we had. Um, and if you've got to slight, you know, some people, and you've got to you got to you know do do some under the table things uh, in order to get that hand up. No big deal. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Um, guys, that may get you ahead for a little while. And, um, and those, those bad seeds that you're sowing, they may, they may reap a harvest to some degree, but at some point that wall is going to crumble down on you. And, uh, and it's not going to be a good, it's not going to be a good thing. It's, uh, you're going to wonder what's going on and you're going to think, Hey, I'm just doing what everybody else is doing. Um, but that, that crooked lack of integrity, uh, way of going about things is not God's desire for our life. And, um, it's, it's not how he would have us to walk. And so I want to talk about integrity today. I want to talk about what that means to me. Uh, I'd like to hear what it means to you guys. And, uh, would would like to see if you maybe you guys have some examples of some really cool moments uh, where somebody really showed some some integrity in their life. Uh, integrity is one of those things that isn't necessarily something that shows up a lot, but you know, you know what I mean. It's like it's one of those hidden character traits that not everybody necessarily knows. Uh, that that it's it's. Sometimes integrity is going on behind the scenes and, and nobody knows it but you. 
you you know that you just did something that was what God desired, <laughs> but uh, it may even look wrong in some cases because people are so used to wrong being right, if that <clears throat> makes any sense. Um, but, you know, in our business, in our line of work, uh, Sean and I are in the sales industry. I can tell you that integrity goes on display in a big way on a week-in and week-out basis. You're either doing business right or you're doing business wrong. And I can't tell you in my 10 years in just this particular field, although I've been, I've been in sales most of my adult life, but in, in the insurance business, I can't tell you how many times that gavel has come down after years of somebody acting in a, in a way that did not display integrity. And, and so it comes up, it comes back and it catches you, it catches up with you, you know? And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways where we can behind the scenes potentially manipulate something to make it look good. And, and that happens. It just seems like, I know it happens in, in, in everyday life, but it seems like in the sales industry where it's a dog eat dog top mentality it seems like some of those dogs are willing to do anything in order to be recognized, keep their names at the top of the, of the report or the list, make more money, whatever the case may be. They're willing to compromise their integrity uh, with, to do that. And a lot of times that's because it's kind of hidden. Nobody knows. It's a secret. And, and so... God knows, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, and God, uh, I don't believe is going to reward that. At some point or another, it's going to come back on you. And and I've just seen it happen a lot in our business. So I was just kind of curious what you guys think about that. Um, if you have moments uh, where you've seen somebody really, um, you know, show some integrity, or you've had moments in your life where you've been you've had to choose the high road, even though it didn't didn't benefit you. Uh, other than from a perspective of me knowing that I'm doing what's right. I want to tell an example of something that I watched the other day that I thought was fantastic. So there's this guy that I I guess is a a speaker, and he was interviewing uh, one of the guys that's over like the the top SEAL teams, like the ones that go in and do the most dangerous missions, that do the the craziest stuff, that, that have to be trained on the highest level. And he said, man, like, you're, you're operating one of the, the world's uh, most prestigious organizations. We're talking about like a SEAL Team 6, like the best of the best of the best. Right. There's nobody better at, at their job. How, how in the world do you evaluate and pick these people that are going to be on this team? And so he draws this, this graph. And uh, imagine like an like a L-style graph. What's, what's that graph called? I don't bar, know. Like it, a bar graph, a line graph? Yeah, like a li- okay, a line, <laughs> line graph. graph. And on the left side, he writes performance. And on the bottom of that graph, he writes trust. And he said, there's certain people we're looking for. Now, obviously, you would pick the guy that has the highest trust and the highest performance. But there's not a ton of those guys. Even at, even at the level that we're at, our, our teams are not made up of those guys. And he said, you might think that the next guy that they would pick is the highest performance guy, but maybe low trust. And he said, no, 
they will pick a guy that's a high-trust medium performance and sometimes even a high-trust low-performance guy over that high-performance low-trust guy. Why? Because it's been proven, and they've documented it, that high-performance, low-trust people are toxic leaders and toxic team members, and they bring everybody else down. Even though they might be the best in the world at their job, they cannot operate with other people. And substitute integrity for trust, the same yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. And so he said, why in the world, with our businesses and our organizations, we have all these metrics for performance? Thousands of them. If you're a big organization, you have metric after metric for performance. But we do not have metrics for trust and integrity. That's true. Man, there's a ton of truth to that. Whenever I think of integrity, I always think about what are people doing when no one's looking, right. okay? Um, and, and y'all were talking about, well, God knows, because God's the only one that can see, like, really your thoughts and, and what happens. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I can think about times whenever I was uh, trying to clear my mind and, I, and I, I went to the track and I was walking around the track, and while I was walking around the track, if I saw a piece of trash or a bottle, I would, I would pick up that bottle and, and throw it in the trash can. And, <clears throat> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, I'm losing my voice here. You going to be okay? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <clears throat> but um, anyway, um, and I was thinking about walking around the track, I was like, man, you know, um, I want to keep my, I want to keep this place beautiful. This is where I grew up, you know, this is a nice um White Oak, White Oak High School, White Oak Tri- I went, I ran track here and, you know, and, and, you know, and I, I was thinking to myself, wow, man, I, I got some integrity here. <laughs> I'm picking yeah. up this trash. Yeah. It, 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 and it, I think that whenever you, whenever you, um, because nobody's looking, nobody's seen me pick up this trash, but I'm picking up this trash. And, and in my mind, it made me feel good. It made me feel like this is, what God would want me to do is pick up this trash <laughs> and it's as petty and as funny as that sounds, you know, you can apply that to every aspect of your life. You know, you can, uh, you, you, you have so many opportunities, like I'll be said in the industry that we're in, uh, to, um, to identify and to be intentional in every environment that you're in and, and, uh, and practice integrity in your life and identify these situations and plant the plant in planting when it comes to planting seeds, planting the seeds of Jesus, and uh, whether it's you know buying food for somebody when no when no one's looking, whether it's uh, how you treat somebody that uh, you may deem as uh, lower on the social scale in your mind, you know maybe they don't uh, maybe they are uh, a. a a homeless person, or maybe they're a janitor, and you think, oh, man, you know, some people, they automatically want to judge and say that person doesn't have anything to offer to me, but that's not what it's about, brother. It's about what do we have to, how how can we plant the seeds of Jesus into that person? How can we throw them a rope and pull them up, right? We're here to love and encourage one another, and um, in, in the things that we're doing when nobody's looking, you know, whether it's... Um, serving the homeless, you know, uh, or, uh, volunteering, you know, when, when nobody knows about it and, and it, you don't always have to post 14 pictures to social media to tell everybody that, 
hey, look, look at what I'm doing. You know, there's a lot. Why not? There's, there's a lot of that that happens, and uh, there's a lot of that that goes on. Now, I, I believe there's value with with um, social media, but it also, I think, some people make it more about themselves than about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Do y'all think so? I think majority, not, not just. Some. <clears throat> yeah, I think. I mean, I think you know, if 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 you see somebody on social media that is overly posting about things like that they're trying to convince themselves of whatever they're posting about like i have a happy life happy marriage i'm i'm integrity i've high integrity whatever um i integrity to me is like a window into your soul and you know we as business owners we have to pay close attention to integrity we really do. We have to like put a microscope on integrity with the people that with us first. Me starts here, and then with the people that work for us. What watching the little things, the little things that they're doing. Sean, like you said, picking up a piece of trash when nobody's looking. What are we doing when nobody's looking? Right, and understanding that they're watching us. Absolutely, and and that that probably is going to have a bigger impact on what they display from a standpoint of integrity than anything else that we say. Absolutely, and yeah. you started off talking about how to make a big impact and tying that into integrity is what are we showing the people that we're around the most, our wife and our kids. That's right. What are we, what are we showing them, and what are we teaching them, and what metrics are we putting? on our kids and on ourselves to make sure that we have a high level of integrity for, for the Lord. Number one is for God, right? That's right. We're, we're being integral. That's not the right word, but whatever. <laughs> I throw it in there. Sounds smart. Brandon's not with us today. Uh, and, uh, our word guy. Yeah, he's, he's typically the word guy. But what are we doing day to day? Our kids see everything that, that we do and how we do it. And are we teaching them with our actions and our words and our systems? Because there's, it's important to have systems in your household. I know that sounds yep. a little funny, but it, it's important to have those to lead our kids in a way that promotes, like that military story, that SEAL Team 6, the high trust, the high character, yep. the high integrity. You kind of beat me to the punch on on what I was about to say there. Uh, I felt like that you just uh, identified kind of a practical way that, um, we can go against the worldly grain of of displaying integrity, but like that's what I was that that was my next question is, you know, the world says that do whatever you can to get ahead. You know, um, if it if it means uh, cutting your neighbor's throat or cutting your business partner's throat or um, or lying or cheating or stealing in order to get ahead, just do whatever you got to do. You know. What can we do? What are some practical things that we can do in our day to day that will will flip that script that will show the world that the worldly view is wrong and that walking in integrity and honoring the Lord with our actions is actually the truth. That's that's the that's the real way to go. You just mentioned well, we start. It starts with our families. Uh, you know, it starts with our families. Can y'all think of any other practical things that we can do to to um, show that the worldview of how we should go about our business is maybe not necessarily the right way? I I'll give you a. I'll tell you a story. Uh, 
happened to me the other day. We, Courtney and I, my wife, we were mentoring a younger girl. She's 20 years old, and she wants to get into real estate. And so we've helped her with some opportunities to get into real estate. And she still has a, a job. She's a, a server. Okay, and I'm telling this story not like I understand that that I have done these things too, but mm-hmm. it's just the most recent one. So I was with her the other day, and we were going over some some numbers and stuff. And I, you know, always you know we're diving into her life and say, you, so you're off you're off work tonight. You're not serving tonight. And she said, well, I was scheduled to. And I said, well, why aren't you why aren't you working? And she said, well, I, I, they called me and I they needed me to come in, and I I said that I could. And I said, well, why are you here? And she said, well, I didn't feel like going in. And I said, well, why not? She said, I've done so much for them, and I've, um, I, I've given them a lot, and they're not appreciative of me. And I said, well, I understand that, but did you say that you would go in? Yes. Why didn't you? Same answer. And so I said, look, you, you have to put, put the other shoe on. If somebody did, you're going to own a business one day, or you own a business right now, part of, part of one. If we say that we're going to do something, we have to do it. We can't justify. The justifications by the world standards don't matter if, if we're called to a higher purpose, right? We're called, to, when we are called to a higher purpose. And so, and I've done that before. I've, I've done, I remember when I was 18 years old or 17 years old, I stayed out way too late. I was working a summer job with my dad's company. So I'm going to tell, tell a story about myself now. I probably went to bed at 3 o'clock that morning, and I was supposed to be at work at 8 o'clock. And I woke up about 7.45, and I'm like, I'm, just, I'm not doing it today. You know, <laughs> stupid 17-year-old kid. And my dad finally got in touch with me about nine 9.30 or 10 o'clock. I had went back to sleep. I was at a friend's house, and – uh I knew, <laughs> I knew I'd messed up. He said, Shane, you better get your butt up and get to work right now. There's going to be some consequences. Yes, sir. So I went in, but those are life lessons that, that we learn through mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's good stuff, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it is. Uh, I mean, I feel like that, you know, if we're, if we're, kind of winding down here at the end of the uh, of our podcast it's just guys there's just so many worldly views there's just so much that's getting pounded into our heads and our kids heads and and everybody i mean being shrewd you know uh, uh, i found out a couple years ago that shrewd isn't doesn't mean what I thought it meant. Uh, it, uh, it has two meanings. I know, I know. Well, the the original meaning for shrewd was smart, uh, a smart business person who makes very wise business decisions and grows their business. Uh, have we talked about I, this I, on I, the show? We may have. Uh, we may I, have. Don't, I don't know, but I I thought it was the opposite, Obi. I thought I thought the original meaning was. Uh, meant for for evil or for bad, but then it, but then like at the turn of the century, it flipped to well, it, yeah. It was one one of the something other. like that. that. Yeah, the meaning changed. It was one of the other. Yeah. At one point, it was good. At one point, it was bad. Or at one point, it was bad. And at one point, it was good. Mm-hmm. When when I when I've always thought 
of shrewd, I, to me, just the word sounds evil, like like Scrooge. Yes, or, or rude, does. rude, or, or rude. Yeah, yeah, like somebody that's going to uh, cut the feet out from under if you, under you in, in in any moment. You know, they're going to they're going to switch the deal up to make it look uh, to to make it benefit them in some capacity. And so again, all, all these worldly views, um, you know, of, of how we're supposed to be, how, how we're supposed to think, how we're supposed to act. Guys, there's just so much wrong with not seeking God's wisdom and, and developing and having that moral compass that he gives us once we seek him and I, I know we talk about this a lot, and it's something that we hit on a lot, but I know I certainly do, but that the moral compass is so jaded uh, from a world standpoint. And, 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 and if you want to get some real perspective, open your Bible. Uh, open your Bible, read God's Word, and God will give you the uncomfortable truth of of what this of what your perspective what your moral compass should actually look like integrity is going to be at the top of that list um vulnerability is going to be at the top of that list you know treating others the way that you treat yourself love your neighbor like you love yourself put yourself second servantry you know serving others and putting yourself second all of these things are against the worldly grain and you know, we feel compelled to uh, get on these microphones and encourage you guys to 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 go against that grain, go against that worldly grain, have some integrity, um, act in a way that you would hope somebody would act towards you. Put that shoe on the other foot. You know, and uh, like like you said about Max Lakato, plant those seeds one at a time. Those seeds have a ripple effect. Uh, the seeds of Jesus. That's exactly right. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Open that word up today. Get in it and see what what God has for our lives. Go out and kick the day. For, go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.